you would think that's insane. I currently have more characters with full six star ISOs. Now I'm not taking everything to awakened, but at least six stars. Uh, I have more uh, characters with full rank six than I do not. Me too. Figure I'll do this, and then after I do this, I should have enough stuff, and we should have a preview of what's coming up next. So I can decide if I'm going to work on a character I've already got on my roster or if I'm going to do somebody else. Well, if they have been really uh, late with the um, movie tie-ins, so I wouldn't expect anything from Thor right now. Oh, no. No, no the, the thing on the forums talking about the next or the the pre-update stuff that's going on right now um mentioned uh the most recognizable team or something like that so it's gonna be like avengers or x-men or i don't know somebody like that like midwest avengers yeah yeah great lakes avengers i'm sorry yes great lakes avengers aren't they based out of like detroit uh chicago maybe okay i'd be more okay with that than i would be with the rest of the avengers getting new uniforms again Ooh, maybe it could be just like a full west coast avengers run maybe it's just the awesomeness of captain america that's what it is just like a three uniform three uniforms for him yeah, yeah maybe two Maybe they maybe they tap the multiverse and uh, they add in a couple additional versions of him as well. Hey, I would take new characters. I don't care who the fuck yeah. it is. Give yeah. me, give me don't. fucking uh, ultraviolet man. I don't know. Oh, okay. Threaten me with, don't threaten me with a good time, sir. Give me mole man. Give me some. Give me some fucking ridiculous characters. I got too many tickets to spend. Yeah. To to not waste them on shit like that. All right, so the person is fine. So the person is here. So we can do the we can do an intro now. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Net Marvel presents Marvel Future Fight, as presented by Two Fools Rushing In. I am a shameless shill. I am a corporate Steve. I am the dealer that got them all hooked on it. I'm late. <laughs> <laughs> That, oh, does, does Amber know? That's what she said? I mean, clock's ticking. <laughs> Gotta get this thing cleared up. Wow. Not if you're in Oklahoma, because in Oklahoma, the clock stopped. It looks like that heartbeat. Uh, yeah, yeah. Abortions, uh, they just signed into law that uh, abortions are now illegal after the moment of conception. Well, I mean, they can't enforce that until Roe v. Wade is officially struck down, so. Right, but that's the problem with all these. They'll just all start the next day. Right, right. Like... So. I've seen grumblings that they're now going to start to go after contraceptives as well. Yep. Yep. So, and, uh, an attempt to limit those to married couples. 
the morning after cup, the morning after pill and stuff? Or are you talking rubbers? No, like birth control and rubbers. For fuck's sake. And that's you only feed the people that are <clears throat> currently here. You don't support the babies right. that are out that, there. That's the point they need. I can understand this at all. Slaves. There's a worker shortage. We need more no. slaves. Uh, and then, so they'll they'll so go they after wipe those boomer assholes when they're yeah in geriatric care. But they'll go after they'll go after your contraceptives next, and then they will follow that up because they want contraceptives to be limited to married couples by redefining legally what marriage is yep. between a white man and a white woman. But just remember, y'all motherfuckers were warned. Yep. Nobody gave a shit enough to put forward a reasonable candidate for the last 50 years, and so here's what we get. Still mad fucking Ginsburg didn't retire earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's not been a good two weeks for, you know, living. So, yeah, it's yeah. It's, everywhere you look, it's been pretty much a shit fest. Well, so it's, it's, yeah, like, it's just proud Americans left and right. Yep. Fucking disgusting. If only other countries wanted us. <laughs> oh, you're funny. <laughs> I, I saw a thing on uh, YouTube today. Uh, after the Civil War, a lot of like wealthy landowner slash people who didn't agree with the result of everything moved to Brazil. Yep. And there is a town in Brazil <coughs> that is still like holds a lot of like deep South traditions. They even have like Confederate flags and shit everywhere. And now finally they're starting to get the the backlash like, yeah, maybe that's not okay from the people that are around them. Yeah. Yeah. I, be like everybody that's saying, get your kids under control. If these are my kids, I'd beat them. Like you fucked up so many times. It's time for some adults to come in and take your guns. Yeah. Like, you're not allowed to make laws or guns anymore in America until this shit gets back to normal. It's kind of like, uh, <coughs> I kind of agree with uh, Jim Jeffries. He has that stand-up where he's talking about gun control in Australia. They had this big gun massacre at some place. He, he goes, killed like so many people. He goes, you know, like a record number of people killed. Record still hasn't been beaten. Uh, but the day after, the government's like, okay, no more guns. And we're all like, yeah, 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 that, that's probably right. right. <laughs> and now, and people in America say, well, if you, if you, uh, if we only take, armed more teachers. If, yeah. you, if you took away the guns, then only criminals will have guns. He goes, no, well, that's not really how the black market works. And like the guy who, shot up the movie theater he goes he was probably asperger's <laughs> as fuck but the gun he bought cost you know fifteen hundred dollars at you know walmart or what 
that gun on the black market would cost $30,000. If, right. if you have $30,000, chances are you're not really that sad. You're not really that mad at the world. You're a good little saver. You know, just go on, live your life. Yeah. Well, um, and then like everybody that's saying, "Oh, good guy with a gun," as soon as the good guy with the gun's black, then all of a sudden he's getting shot on sight as well. Yeah. Several examples of that. So there goes that. Uh, you know, objection. I had somebody well, today in the school group say that, um, "Oh, well, we should arm the teachers." And I'm like, "Yeah, what happens when somebody goes to hug a teacher and the gun goes off?" And they're like, "Oh, they... give me one example of that happening." And I found several articles where one was like a lady hugged a cop and the gun discharged and killed her. Yep. Like it happens. Don't act like, you know, Oh, well those far fetched. Just yeah. I'm fucking done with people. And then some kid mm -hmm. just grabbing that gun, you know, not even just accidental, just purposely grabbing. Right. It. Now you're you a want, teacher you that want, also has to overpower your students at a moment's notice. Yeah. You yeah. want, you want 60 plus <laughs> uh, lady in school with a nine strapped to her hip, trying to fight right. off a 18 year old who's determined to get it from her. So he, she can, he can shoot her because he didn't like it. She didn't like his essay on Dragon Ball Z. I mean, what the fuck? Like the lunch lady sneezes, her gun belt falls off and somebody's shot. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't all this. It's Ray, you, you put a mental image in my head that I can't make You're go welcome. away now. You're of right. uh, Sister Bernard Marie just strapped. Yeah. And, and I mean, and, balls. and when I was in high school, uh, like she taught me, and I was one of the last classes she taught, but she had been teaching so long. She taught my dad when he was in high school. Yep. So, like, just this grizzled old nun who uh, had run out of fucks to give many years ago. And I don't mean that in a sexual way. Uh, like she just, she entertained exactly zero bullshit. She, she, she saw the end of the tunnel and she was just, God damn, bring it. But I you just, all you've done is put the image of her in my mind, just fucking loaded, just strapped. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it's kind of hot. Yeah. That, that. I'm sorry. Somebody else brought up that, like, if you're complaining that all the teachers are groomers and pedophiles, now you're going to have heavily armed groomers and pedophiles. Is that what you really want? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the, the, the solution to guns will never be more guns. Right. That's not a solution. That's not a fix. I'm sorry. Like, you know, if, if, if there's cancer causing uh, power lines, the answer isn't put up more power lines. Smoke a cigarette, balance it out. Yeah. Uh, arm the power lines. Yeah. yeah. Give, give the power lines bullets. I mean, I, I mean the fact I that the NRA doesn't allow guns at their meetings and their little conventions should yeah, tell well, you that they're, they're the guy with the gun is not real. Is fucking hilarious. This one. No, no, not they've never. Not, well, they, not never, oh, but I thought it was just like, at this meeting. Their major conventions. So it is a consistent no. Well, yeah, they were they, because they understand how dangerous guns are. 
Right. Yeah, the most dangerous thing it, it, with the NRA is the money that they pay to congressmen. Right. Somebody was replying to all the congressmen that are posting their constant pairs um, mm -hmm. and replying with how much money they took from the NRA. That's what, that's exactly what it should be. That's right. Sorry. That should be an auto response. And, Thoughts and, and prayers from the guy who got the $2 million from, from NRA. Everyone that allowed this to happen that voted against sensible gun legislation and everything else should be lynched. Oh, it's just, just like the assholes bitching about the baby formula, and then they vote against right. the thing. To and we still had to get it from get Europe more. because we are banned from getting it from Canada. Well, good for Canada. They should ban us. We're the worst fucking neighbor ever. And we ban them from providing it. Yeah, Why? it's uh, because... because if they provide it too cheaply, then it'll cut into our slim profit margins. I, or Abbott Labs. Because, and I shit you not, Big Milk. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Big utter. Like I, no. <laughs> I, I wish that I wish that that was bullshit, but there is a Big Milk lobby. There is. Yeah. It's, it's Effectively, Canada has a lot of excess skim milk because they use their milk fat to make cheese and various things like that. And so they were worried that they would dump the cheap skim milk into the baby food market and then flood the market with cheap baby food, which, you know, the horror. Well, how dare you think that you're allowed to lift people out of poverty? That's not even going to lift them out of poverty. That's just going to make it so that, like, you know, they're only negative a little less every month. Right, but if you flood the market with enough cheap stuff, eventually people aren't going to have to waste greater than 60% of their income on bullshit. Yeah, survive. I'm all for us just kind of not buying shit for a decade and dealing with the consequences. Like, we can't keep up with the everybody has to buy shit. Like now their solution is, well, too many people are saving money and we need them to start spending that money or we're going to have a recession. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we lasted longer than most every empire falls. Yeah. Especially uppity, uh, uppity uh, empires who refuse to learn. I mean, I'm just... Yeah, I mean, at least Rome had good roads. Orgies and roads. And street signs to lead you to the brothel. Uh, back then, they also had on-person signage on the bottoms of... Uh, the worker's shoes. It would be like, come to Moe's. <laughs> when would you see the bottom of their shoes? When they're like napping instead of working? Or you, it would leave. When they would leave footprints. Oh, like they like stamps. Yeah, they, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. They yeah. were essentially. Yeah, they were essentially stamping into the sand to uh, advertise for the brothels. See, we pull that shit now, and it'll be like, oh, brilliant marketing. It's just like, nope, 
That's just par for the course. Yeah, I mean, I, I look at the current state of gun laws in the U.S. and it just makes me ashamed to be a fucking gun owner. Like, right. Well, aren't all three of you have guns, right? I don't know. No, okay. So half half of us have owned guns. I don't own any guns. Tell them, but I wouldn't consider us uh, crazed idiots. Yeah, we're the people that the NRA is supposedly arguing for the sensible gun owners. They're not arguing for me. No, they're they're not even trying to argue for that. They're trying to argue for whatever gets them the most money. Every one of their emails is about like the NRA in the fifties may have had a little bit better of a claim to that because they were I all mean, about the sportsmen's clubs and all the other stuff like that. I'd say uh, even um, in the nineties, it was fairly. It turned in the seventies. Yeah, so. I mean, but it, but in the '90s, like the shit that my dad would get was, you know, targeted marketing and things like that, you know, in magazines and whatnot. But it was, it was still about you, the gun owner. And then after 9/11, it became about fear mongering and, you know, making sure that the government doesn't take your shit. Well, yeah. but their marketing got worse, but their lobbying has been bad since the '70s. Well, probably. That's when it was they started dumping all their money into politics instead of opening up like huntsman's clubs and things like that to encourage trap shooting and sports. Well, it's very much like the the um I mean the conservative movement died out, was dying out until they aligned themselves with the evangelists, which the reason the way they aligned themselves with the evangelists was over abortion. That brought in all the, you know, save the baby people. And then with them come the other side of the aisle, the, you know, don't take my guns, people. Right. Which and apparently this dude was no like actively being pursued people. by the police. Hmm. Like he shot his grandma and then he was being pursued by the police and he wrecked did all his this car. while the SWAT team was showing up. Yeah, wrecked his car, ran into a school. So at this point, it's not even like, oh, wow, we were just slow to react to this. It was like, <coughs> even when you know somebody's going to do this, you can't do shit to stop it. Yeah. Like, you know, I... I've advocated for it. I've volunteered collecting information. Like at, at some point we as a as a country have to take a look at what's going on sensibly and and realize well, well we need to do something. What what person in their right mind says, nope, this is normal. An 18-year-old comes in on or the day after his 18th birthday and buys two AR-15s. I mean, what, what do you think he's going to... Yeah, what, what, what is he going to do with those? What is the need for that? It doesn't matter what the need is. Yeah. They don't give a shit. You don't have to yeah. demonstrate a need. As long as the check like, or his 
credit card isn't over the limit. I don't care. As soon as they claim that, you know, felons can't carry guns or can't own guns, they're already technically infringing on their rights. So yep. I see no difference. I see no reason why they should be able to argue that, like, even the most basic gun control bills with background checks and things like that is infringing on their rights. I mean, if it, I look at it this way. If you want me to go get a license, demonstrate that I know how to operate a firearm, and go get a license so that I am I am legally covered to own a firearm. Okay, fine. Let's start there. Let's just start there. That is pretty simple. It's pretty common sense. Uh, let's, you know, make sure that every transaction is fucking Cover is, is, is tracked. In in your same analogy, there uh, they have different classes for vehicle operation. Absolutely, yeah. You, you have motorcycle license. You have a class A, you know, commercial license. You have you have a normal operator's license. Go for <laughs> it. You have okay. Here, your handgun certified. Your your hunting rifle certified. Oh, you want this sport gun? Okay. You gotta be this certified. Yeah. And I mean, then, you know, what the fuck? It's think about it this way. Like I was talking about on on Saturday, I was gifted an AR rifle. I didn't buy it. It was given to me. Like, I like the idea of that. Like, if you're ever arrested for a gun-related crime, you're knocked down to Flintlock Derringers only. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you can still own a gun. It's just the shittiest version it's, of the gun. It's just you're, a Flintlock Derringer. back to 1776 and... rules, and it all has to be a Flintlock, and you gotta load the wad every time. It's a Flintlock Derringer, and it only fires backwards. So good luck with that. Smile. Bang. They're done. They'd find a way to fire it forward. Shoot your teeth out. I mean, let's yeah. start with the simple stuff, move up to the big stuff, you know, and, and if it really is responsible gun owners are, are not the problem, okay, fine. Then it's up to us, the responsible gun owners, to prove it. Period. Right. Nobody's been asked to prove that they're responsible ever. Just because you haven't yet shot someone doesn't mean you're responsible. You right. could be out there threatening your spouse every weekend with a gun. Just because you weren't convicted of it doesn't mean you're being responsible. Right. You still have to carry car insurance even if you haven't caused an accident. But before you can drive the car, you have to have it. We right. had to we had to put the girls on our insurance just because they had their permits. Right. Yeah, I don't they can't uh, even yeah. operate it. And, and, and a vehicle is way less deadlier than that gun in any 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 circumstance. I mean, I, or at least people, no less deadly. When people say, "Well, a, a gun is a tool," you're right. A gun is a tool. It is. A so tool are you? Was, a, a gun is a tool. A gun is a tool that was purpose built to stop a beating heart. Period. Like you, you go back throughout the history of the world, 
That is what a gun was designed to do. Don't give me this, well, but I target shoot and I do this. No, that's not what it was designed for. Congratulations, get an airsoft. That's just practicing. Right. right. Like when you when you go shoot targets, unless you're trap shooting, most well, usually targets the, are shaped like a like person. Something that has a heart. <laughs> yeah. Shaped like a person, fucker. Or an animal or something. I mean, is I mean you can get targets that look like various things, but uh, most of those targets look like something that has a heart. Like a dildo with Mitch McConnell's face on it. Can can I only can I get some dildo targets? Yeah, the ones that? that look like liberals. It's uh, you know, I'm I am all for owning firearms, but I am also all for making sure that it's done responsibly. I just think like how many times do you get to fuck up before they say, okay, well, responsible gun ownership is not going to be a thing anymore. Because apparently they can stop you from having responsible sex. Right. Why can't they stop you, you from you, having a responsible gun owner? You you can own a gun, but first, to be able to leave with a gun, you have to be shot with it once. We'll shoot you yeah. in the leg. Yeah. You have to know what it feels like. Yeah, this is what you're asking everyone else around you to take. Here, take a shot. I don't know if I agree with that. That's a little extreme, but I like it. I mean, that's the company stance. Yeah, but it would reduce the number of people that bought guns. Yeah. I think that's the official company stance now, though. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Foolish media stance? Yeah. Okay. You can have whatever gun you can take a bullet from. Damn, I was really hoping for that. From my old dead chamber. (laughs) Yeah, I was really hoping for that bazooka. <laughs> oh, can't wait till the boomers die off. No offense. Not right. getting, um, it's, they're <laughs> just going to be replaced by the next crop of idiots. Who the boomers? Well, that's of you guys. Yeah, I'm not a fucking boomer, bitch. He said the next crop. That's Gen X. I am not a boomer. I stand by that. I am not as dumb as a fucking boomer. Okay. Yeah, but you're always also... Oh, you, you must be yelling at Ray and not me, because I was just pointing yeah. out that it's you, and he was saying you're all as yeah. dumb as the boomers. Okay. No, I... no the, the next crop will just be, as stu- be, just be as stupid. Ray, we are the next crop. Yeah, and they'll be just as stupid. They are just as stupid. They're the... 36 million that voted for Trump. You know, they're the minority, but they're the ones going to be in power because soon as, you know, the people who, you know, care the other way, don't go vote, those idiots w- will get there. Did you, anyone see the Saturday Night Live skit, I'm Stupid? Stupid, I'm yeah, stupid. yeah, it was pretty good. That was awesome. And it's, God, it should be My running on a as much as everyone else's. It should be what running on a loop. And I like when a guy says, go volt. <laughs> he says, vote wrong. <laughs> that was awesome. God, but, I mean, yeah. They're, they're sorry. Stupid is 
like Ricky Gervais says, it's just like being dead. It's only painful for the people around you. You don't know any, you don't know any difference. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of the three fifth compromise, we should vote based on IQ points. Yeah. Your vote's worth more if you're not stupid. <coughs> but we have to use the world scale because in well, America, the guy in co the governor of Colorado is low. The governor of Colorado going through the districts and rewiring everything, and he goes, "It's." Republicans will never lose so long as we don't count every vote equally. Right. You know, it's like, what the? And they just push through the same thing enough times that eventually some court's going to go, okay, that's good enough. Yeah, well, corporate corporate are people, so they can give as much money as they want because money is voice. Right, but I'm saying, like, literally the district maps. No, they I... just refuse to change them and keep resubmitting the exact same thing until they accept it. Well, that's yeah, kind of what no, happened in Ohio. Process in place to make them change it. Yeah, and then that's they forever. Can declare constitutional, but it's forever constitutional. You can do all this shit, but you're not going to get them to fucking change them. Right. If they just Despite hold out for ten years, it'll be a new census, and it'll start all over again. And it'll keep the same shitty map that they drew that was illegal to begin with, because there's nothing in place to actually stop them. And the ones who get in power next will realize their power only persists if they maintain playing the same game. So th that's what will happen. And isn't that they're any worse or any better? They'll, they're just playing the game to keep the crown. Well, it's another reason why they don't want everybody to be able to work remotely. Because then you can go live in one of those shitty red states with all your blue votes. Yeah. Why can't we have liberal corporations that just go in and poison conservative people? conservative people poison themselves but the problem is right, not keep, fast enough yeah but problem is they keep making way more of them it's idiocracy here right and then my health insurance goes up because they poisoned themselves or shot themselves or done something else stupid on their own time yeah. We really need a Godzilla attack or something. The lion needs to catch the gazelle. Yeah, but he'd have to hit something on the coast, which is where all of the liberals are. Yeah, I mean, we need a real COVID. We need something really to start wiping out. I mean, hey, monkeypox. Hey, we got a chance. There's an, it's like yeah, God gave us a do-over. No, see that that doesn't work. Monkeypox doesn't work because it's visible. You can see it. You need something it's internal. Good. Yeah, they got like freaking sores and shit all over themselves. But don't they die pretty quick once they get the sores? I don't know, but I mean, oh. I can see that Jimmy has sores, so I'm not gonna go near him. I, I can't argue that uh, my my body, my choice. 
But if if Jimmy, you know, has COVID, I can't see that in him. So why do I need to wear a mask? Everybody that gets monkeypox should go hug three loved ones that voted for Trump at okay. every uh, holiday. That's her. But I have to go see those people. Yeah, but only once. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I thought monkeypox was sexually transmitted. Well, then... Is it? I so thought that was what I had read. That, so I, I had with heard your that, family. <laughs> like, literally, I just so overloaded that I couldn't even research how it was, like, spread and everything else because it'll I don't work have for the family. right now. Yeah, it'll, it'll work for my extended family. It'll clear them out. Just she told me she never ever fucked that monkey. <laughs> Just put it in the back of their truck and forget. God fucking damn it. You, th- you told me you'd, you you just went to dinner with that monkey. They would Getting up to any monkey business? You could only get it from a monkey, too. Jesus. I did like your Republican Jesus meme. Yeah. I mean, when I saw that, that was all I could think of was clearly this is this is the Republican Jesus we've all been told to love. Right, because it's certainly not the biblical Jesus, and it hasn't been for probably about a hundred years, at least. <sighs> I mean, Just... the modern evan the modern evangelical movement is about 116 years old ish. The the real well, I mean, some Jesus. of that was like the Old Testament Jesus, where like everyone was terrible, before right. it turned into everyone but us is terrible. Right, but the the old school fire and brimstone evangelical movement that has morphed into what it currently is is just over 100 years old like there there were some you know outlying denominations and whatnot before that but like the the weird thing is the evangelical movement really has its its roots in america oh yeah like our country was just founded by Effectively, religious fanatics, and it hasn't stopped. Yeah. Nope, it just got more fanatic gear. Just kept on evolving. No, no, they didn't evolve. Evolution is a lie the devil tells. Uh huh. Well, it certainly was an intelligent design. Yeah, I'm just saying, man. I remember my my teachings as a child. Evolution is a lie the devil tells. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> good thing you I'm know, a member of the Satanic Temple. Yeah. When you look at the the modern interpretations of Noah's Ark, they're wrong because there were fucking dinosaurs on that boat. Yeah. I'm not joking. Devil was out there, like digging up and burying all those bones just to mess with you. Yeah. Yeah. Did you not I do like the idea that, like, you know, the devil had to spend a couple of weeks just burying shit just to fuck with people. 
My right. God, is this I'm even sorry. worth the ruse anymore? This is a lot of work. Uh, if I was the devil, that's exactly what I would be doing. I anything, mean, anything to throw, throw shade at dad. Fighting hillbillies in Georgia. <laughs> Had a lot going on that weekend. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. We were fucking terrible. <laughs> it always just reminds me of the fucking, because uh, I saw the meme again this week, Michelangelo painting the Sistine Chapel. Yeah, I'll paint your roof, but I'll put a bunch of dudes' dicks on it. <laughs> As you yeah. do. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you paint what you love. Darby Darby was uh talking about that and she's like she said it's it's funny that uh there's so many, you know uh things in that uh chapel that are interpreted as a uh, gay propaganda. Yep. And like even if he wasn't gay, it's just a good old burn on the church there. So why wouldn't you? Oh, you're yeah, to paint dicks? All right. I'm going to paint a lot of dicks. You paint what you love. Paint a lot of dicks, but they're all really tiny. Yeah, because having a big dick was a son of the devil. <laughs> like, they literally were not allowed to have, like, statues or other things with a big dick because it was a son of the devil. It was or the, women. It was, it was the front tail. Of... Right. <laughs> this one's not prehensile. Uh, we talked about some weird shit. <laughs> really? Like what? I don't know. Devil dicks. Devil dicks. Roman prostitution and advertising. Yeah. We've been we we have uh, we have definitely been all over the map tonight. I mean, there are worse things that we could spend our time talking about. There are. And, you know, for that one person who, who mentioned on uh, uh, Reddit that we don't talk enough current events anymore, well, here you go. Oh, was that person? A, How dare they? Yeah. How dare we talk about random shit on our podcast? Yeah, <laughs> that we're interested in. Chad, what's your favorite color? Blood red. Okay, but all only, right, but only, yes. only that which falls on a on a elementary school floor, right? No. I saw a, a good quote today. Welcome to America, where we only need half a flagpole. Nice. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Topical. Wish it wasn't, but it is. So here we are. The funny thing is we could record an entire thing and just blank out the school name and dub it in later and replay it once a week and it would still be topical. I mean, after the summer. Yeah. It's a nice thing about the pandemic. At least the school shootings were down. Yeah. And people still try to give Trump credit for that. Oh, have there any school shootings because of Trump? There's no reason school. 
Why do you think he was against COVID vaccines? Kept people yeah. in their lives. <clears throat> Anybody watch anything fun? Um, I watched a couple Netflix series, like limited series. One was uh, Safe, based on a British noveler. Yeah. Uh, and uh, what was the other one? Um, I don't remember. So I watched the G word. Okay. With What's uh, the G word, Gooch. Government. Oh. Is like a four or five part uh, documentary produced by Obama with the guy from Adam Ruins Everything. Oh, okay. yeah, I saw part of that. I can. I really enjoyed it. I learned some things. I consider myself to be a pretty uh, learned individual when it comes to our government, but I learned things. And the one, I think the one takeaway that I have from it is that the big difference between President Obama and other presidents, and not just sticking to the the one who came after him, but other presidents, Obama produced this documentary and did not stop Adam from talking about one of the biggest controversies in Obama's presidency. Drone strikes. Yes. Yes. They t they he took him to the woodshed over it. Yeah. I mean, name another president that would have been okay with that. I mean, at this point, I'll take drone strikes as the major controversy of right. the presidency. Right. Yeah. Well, they they. It was a response because they complained about Bush going to, you know, an unjust war. And to avoid that, to avoid sending more this, troops. I mean, to yeah, more, that, that was, thinking more yeah. lives into this. Well, we'll just, we won't yeah. risk anything. We will send a guy who'll be, you know, 50 yeah, miles off the coast. Yeah, fifty miles off the coast on a battleship, and he will pilot. Uh, they were even there half the time. They were in like Las Vegas in just a room, looking yeah, at monitors. You know, Adam came at it from the point of view of, did we? It was an absurd. I did not realize how high the number of drone strikes was. Like I knew it was a lot, but you know, it was. Did we do this? because we could and there wasn't a risk of of american life probably we probably wouldn't have engaged in trying to clean up a third of those if we would have actually had to put boots on the ground well look at ukraine 
you know, we, 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 we are putting boots on the ground, but look how much stuff we're putting there. And then Biden just answered a question about Taiwan today or yesterday or whenever it was about yeah. uh, if China invades, will we be involved militarily? And he said, yes. Now the White House tried to walk it back, but that is the commitment we made to Taiwan and Taiwan is not Ukraine. We can't just right. drive supplies in from the other side. You know, it's an island. Right. It's stuck. We have to fucking help. Well, and with the way China's gearing up for the South Pacific, we might have to. Oh, there's no way we don't. Like, yeah. they've just been looking for a way to start shit. And, like, it's going to happen. It's just going to be a matter of how good they are about making it look like it's not their fault. And probably right. not good. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, good time. It's, Watch the video. It's, uh, it feels like we've been talking for two hours and it's not even been an hour. It hasn't. Watch the new season of uh, Love, Death, and Robots. Have not. Heard it was okay. I last, thoroughly last enjoyed season, it. Last season really did do it for me, so. Like, the first season... I don't know. There were good ones. And I don't know if I finished all of the second season, but um, the first one, there were good, good ones, ones and the bad ones, ones, but there were so many that there could be right. Good, bad. The, second <laughs> the one, problem I had with the first one many. was just the sheer number of like they said, okay, you can be over the top. We don't care. And some people went so far over the top that they didn't put a story in with it. And so it was just like, look, we animated nipples. And then. That was their whole plot, and they uh, financed it. So, like, it was a stark contrast from the ones that had a fully fleshed out, like, really awesome story, and then some nipples, versus the ones that were just like, well, I got nipples, and that was my whole storyboard, so let's blow up some heads and leave. Like, there are some, some real of, bad ones. Yeah, some of the ones that were kind of light on, like the one where the, with the girl with the smeared makeup, it had a lot of, you know, animated nudity but it was kind of suspenseful and it was fucking beautiful the animation was amazing uh the but it was it was still finale. still pretty light on story i would say if you don't watch all of season three watch the season finale it is it is... one of those ones where i open it and it goes in a different order than you open it because that was the I thing with that was the thing with season one. It's like my episode one was different right. than your episode one. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was my, like a, up on suggested like things, a, and I'm like, that, that's not my episode three. What are you? Yeah, there was about? some RNG going on in the in the like, depending on what time of day or what you open the. Yeah, my season finale like, for season three has a deaf soldier, and it is gorgeous animation it is a compelling story it is it's amazing when you say deaf you mean like deaf comedy jam right yes yes 
it definitely not a what I think is supposed to be a Spanish conquistador in South America. There are very few uh, lines of dialogue, uh, but there is a story that is told. It is gripping and compelling. I, it was easy. It's probably, I'd say, in my top five Love, Death, and Robots episodes total. I'll check it out. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta see if I finished season two. I think I did, but um, I gotta go back through that. But then, yeah, I don't have the problem with season two that you guys do, though. So there was just some that were just like I don't okay. think I had a problem with season two. Season one was the um, one that had like the really uneven parts of stuff. Season two and seemed I'm okay. okay. See, like. Sometimes just having a, call it an art house project, get funded, yeah. I'm okay with that. Like, I, I, don't I really like the intelligent yogurt stuff. My problem wasn't with any of the art house ones. It was just the ones where there was no story. Like, I'm all for a weird story, but, like, it's got to have some story. If it looks like they made an effort and their effort was just not what I really wanted, I'm always fine. Sometimes it looks like there was no effort made, and that's when I don't like it. The, I, I'm here for the animation. Uh, if there's a story, cool. If not, like, give, give me your best animation. I mean, I can see that. There is I still a, watched them all. I didn't skip any of them. I just yeah. didn't like some as much as others. There yeah, was some a, were more a, memorable. Yeah, like yeah. I, I like the one where the uh, the girl was turned into the like mechanical fox. That was cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. I liked I liked the uh, the one where there were the farmers on the planet. And they had a fight yeah, against. Yeah, I really like the farmers ones. The, yeah, that one. That was, like, that was cool. Right. The pit fighter one was neat. Just because you, throughout the story, you think it's one way, and then it turns out, you know. Part of that they, I really they, didn't they, like they is... do that little switch at the end where it's like, oh, the, it's kind of the unreliable narrator kind of thing where you think it's being told from one direction, and it's the other. I think it's because the way that they, that like my particular order of episodes was, started out with some of the worst and i didn't get to the good ones that you guys were talking about until like the third fourth and fifth like episode i think my so, first like, one had, was... had it started out with a better one I, it would have softened the blow a little more too i think the first one i saw was uh the first one first season was the one where the chicks waking up out of cryo sleep okay. or whatever and yeah. I, I I did not care for that one as much as some of the others. So. See, and I think that was one of the ones where it was like in the middle of my season, and by that point I was like, all right, it was kind of average, but they did a good job with the animation, so I was fine with it. Well, see, and then but, 
there's some that were light on animation that I really love. The one with the vampire hunting the guys. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that one, I love that one. And it was very loosely animated. But it had a lot of, it had a very uh, Mike Magnolia feel to, to it, even though it was not his art style, but it felt that, you know, lots of black, only spot colors here and there, but it just added to the drama of it. Now I want to go and watch them all again. Yeah, we're talking yeah. about it, but I just, I just yeah. was not really hot. I think the last season, I don't know, it didn't get me excited as much as the first season, so I just shied away from it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I feel good about watching them this weekend. I just, I don't, I've been sitting down here and not really watching TV lately, so there hasn't been much I got caught up on. So, the next weekend of robots will make me feel better. I know the, I, I did see a thing that the, the robots on vacation are back. Yes. Yes, they are. The ones in the missile silo? No, the ones that uh, meet the cats. Yep. They come to Earth they... and all the people are gone. It's just cats and the cats are like, can you open a can of food? <laughs> yep. They isn't are that back. the one, like the three robots that are just traveling together? Yeah. Yeah. There's like on okay. tour, like like visiting. Yeah. But like what they were visiting was a missile silo at the end there. Yes. Um, I don't remember. Okay. Yes. There is the, yeah, no, there I is like a continuation guys. of that story. Uh, cool. It is pretty funny. It is pretty good. Uh, I enjoyed that one a lot. That was actually, in case they are out of order, that was my season premiere. Okay. I thought the second season was back to being the same for everyone. Like that was a one-time thing. So hopefully that's true. I just um, remember I, I enjoyed the confusion of uh, us discussing it the first season. And we, no, yeah. I don't. What are you talking about? No, no the first one I saw happen. was this. Yeah, that, that was great. <laughs> I think it just added to the, the campiness of the whole thing. Yeah, it, I I will forever be a fan of of love death and robots because they they're giving those small animation studios and and groups and even I, a couple students. of them were people yeah yeah i think like, that there's there's like student projects on there yeah yeah no i mean like i love the idea behind it it was a few in the first season that I didn't like as much. And then by the second season, I was like, well, they're going to be hit or miss, but I'm going to enjoy them a little more. And then what, what I've seen from the reviews, I read a couple of reviews earlier this week. They said like, they basically found out what people like from season one and season two and tried to load up on a lot of that. Yeah. So it seems like yeah. season three is. I'm trying to think if there was anything that two. I like just didn't like uh, I mean they have to be getting 
there has to be a lot more people trying to do it now too so yeah. they can be a little more selective on ideas I will say there is one that I don't like the ending of and you guys would probably what? think that I should like the ending of I a was, Chad I, ending that Chad doesn't like yes. that that tracks because the Chad ending that Chad didn't like uh, really like it's it's unfortunate that it happened to a character that uh, you wanted to die no you wanted you wanted to enjoy that you you hoped did not end up suffering the fate that they suffered and then they totally chatted they that chatted so hard yeah they they chatted the wrong character like people okay. die and i would have been more okay with that ending happening to someone else and that person dying earlier in the the story rather than suffering a fate worse than death. Version therapy? No. Though and a, apparently, and a Ray Kevin, Usher? Apparently Kevin Bacon has a conversion therapy thriller coming out? Yes. Um, is he a crazy religious nut? No. 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 Okay. Uh, it's called They Them. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be on Peacock. Yeah, which is also where you can find Firestarter, if that's your thing. So you have to pay to see that? Firestarter? They, they remade Firestarter. Really? Got Zac okay. Efron in it. Yeah. He plays the dad, I think. Oh, but wow, is it is it free, now, or is it like you have to pay to watch it? Uh, I saw, I saw what was on there. I thought it was like an HBO like kind of thing. Two ninety nine. I yeah, Peacock I, is pretty cheap. There, there is. I think there is a free version, maybe. Or the free I've watched Peacock. I have it on my PlayStation. I've watched something on it before. Okay, but uh, I don't think I pay for it. I think you can do it without paying for it and you have access to less and then there's the stuff that you get if you pay for it. Okay. Athena bought it or started paying for it because she wanted to watch The Office and you have to pay for Peacock to watch The Office. So, And at the time, it was the only place where The Office was streaming. So... <laughs> We paid for it. I yeah. do. I do it to get my wrestling pay-per-views. Is that where the wrestling's hiding yeah. now? Yeah, because uh, Universal made a deal with the WWE for exclusive or exclusivity. So WWE folded up their own app, and all their content rolled into Peacock. You might that see that. Probably a win-win. Pretty much. Anybody see the news story that uh, if you pay for cable, you actually support Fox News because Fox News uh, or 
Murdoch's made a deal, you know, forever ago that they get, no matter who the cable provider is, part of your fee for paying for cable, you they get like as much as like two dollars from yeah, each. That's, that's how cable works. From each credit, no, it's not. ESPN was getting $5 a subscriber regardless a while back. Yeah. Like, everyone has a different... matter if you watched it. Right. Everyone has a different uh, agreement, and some agreements pay more than others, but... Yeah, they were making it out like this was something unique to Fox, so I mean... Yeah, it's every... I mean, usually it's the overall group of people, so, like, we're not negotiating individually with every channel... But, like, Fox will own Fox, Fox News, some local affiliates, a few other things. Um, ESPN owns, like, seven ESPNs, like, those types of stuff. So, it's definitely not anything new or different than what we do with other people. They probably just actually said it out loud on how that agreement works. Because I don't know how many people know that. I mean, that's why we left YouTube TV because they decided they wanted the Viacom suite of channels. And it raised my YouTube TV bill by like 10 bucks a month because they wanted to have Nickelodeon and MTV and all these other things. And I'm like, I don't want to watch those. I don't want to pay for those. Right. You know, if, if you oh, want to add those on, then fine. Like, allow people to buy them, but don't don't fucking shove it on everybody. That's why people went to streaming. Well, and then it doesn't matter because there's always going to be somebody that says, well, I don't want this, I want this, and there's somebody arguing the opposite on the other side. And so it doesn't matter what you I mean, do, you're going to be stuck why I'm kind of looking at Sling TV now. I mean, well, you're gonna you be don't a, have... You're going to be Slinger? Yeah. You don't have ultimate control. Like, you can't, like, pick every channel, but they have, like... It used to just be two packages. I think they have three now that you can choose. Like, you know, if you, if you want these channels, like, you want this package. And you can definitely buy all the packages, and they cut you a deal if you if you get them all, but... You don't have to. So that's probably what I'm going to end up doing. Yep. Because yeah, is raising live TV prices. Karen is watching more and more streaming stuff. Uh, she, I think she's watching Friday Night Lights for like the 17th time. Uh, she's watched that series so many fucking times. But, uh, She's to the point where she doesn't watch, but maybe two or three shows that are on cable. Like um, the cable box in my living room has been broken for two months and nobody has given a shit. Sounds about right. The cable box in the room I sit in with my PlayStation doesn't work. So everything I watch is either streamed or. You know, 
over you know playstation youtube twitch so i mean one of my favorite streaming services is twenty dollars a year what's I, that I just, uh curiosity well it's nebula and curiosity it's great. Like I love documentaries. I love sciencey shits. Uh, so that's Curiosity, and then Nebula is a streaming service that a group of YouTubers started, so that they could make videos and not have to worry about getting demonetized. Cool. So yeah, for twenty bucks a year, I get Curiosity and Nebula, and I watch the shit out of it. Or listen to the shit out of it when it comes to nebula stuff. Like there's some stuff, you know, it's it's basically what we do. It's podcasty. So, you know, when I so. go to the uh, the screen that has all the streaming channels on the PlayStation, they've had mm-hmm. that banner ad for uh, Apple TV and the uh, the dinosaur living living dinosaurs or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. It's just that T Rex in the water, like snapping at something. I'm like, mm-hmm. man, I would watch the shit out of that if I had Apple TV. That looks fucking cool yeah. as hell. Yeah, I mean, I when I saw that Nebula was bundled with Curiosity, I was like, oh, well, maybe I'll watch something on there. And then when Eat I saw the price, curiosity. when I saw it was literally twenty dollars for a year, I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll buy that. And I bet you I've I've probably watched more stuff from Curiosity than anything else over the past year. Friday Um, is first episode or first two episodes of Obi Wan, correct? Ah. Yeah, I think it's Friday. And then the following, no, sorry. Then it's another week, and then two weeks from there is uh, the first episode of uh, Miss Marvel. This Friday is also uh, part one of season four of Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. Everybody's getting there out the big guns for Memorial Day weekend. Got to. Go out and deal with your family. Stay home. Watch Stranger Things. I mean, I'll probably okay. Probably watch whatever Stranger Things is available this weekend just because I've been waiting for what feels like forever for it. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be on about three screens in our in our house because Karen and Karen watched it. The girls this summer they rewatched the whole thing, and Karen got into it, and made them start it over so she could watch it from the beginning. So now she's waiting for the new season too. I'm going over to Brad's Friday night. Uh, he's having a classic movie night. We're watching The Iron Giant. And I said, 
I go, fuck yeah, I'm down for that. I think I'm the only human that doesn't like that movie. How do you not like that movie? It's one of the like it. it's one of the last traditional traditionally animated uh feature films. It's Brad yeah. Bird's first animated film. Couldn't tell you who that is. He directed Ratatouille. He directed he directed uh Incredibles one and two. Okay. It's got the incredible voice talents of a young Vin Diesel. Yes. I'm aware. Vin Diesel's first on screen. Uh, well, not on screen, sorry. His first theatrical debut. Yeah. yeah. He's, so you've named he, four movies he's made. He's, he's two he, for two. And he doesn't say I am Groot once in the movie. So I realized today that I work with a lot of... Uh, How do you hate Ratatouille? I, I fucking hate, can't stand that movie. It, that movie drives me insane. I don't think you get it. Well, it's probably the same reason I don't like Nemo. Well, Nemo, I can't necessarily blame you there. I'm not, I'm not. Nemo's cute, but it's not a real connection. Wouldn't wouldn't an aspect of why you hate wouldn't an aspect of why you hate that though be that when uh, it was Aiden, right? Yeah. Like. Yeah. That movie was his jam because I remember being at your place and that movie being on easily 30 to 40 times. Yeah. Just what I saw. Yeah. So I, I assume it was a daily event for well over a year. Uh, a year? <laughs> I would say from the time he was able to recognize what was on a TV until uh probably second grade let's see here i'm looking for to see if i still have it the worn out the worn out deep dvd nope we threw it away <laughs> I have a case. I have the full frame. I do not have the widescreen anymore. No, it was up, watched. up in his room. It was watched so much that you can see the grooves from where the DVD player started to wear out in the top of the disc. I, yeah, the, they're... I don't like Ratatouille because that was my oldest's Nemo. Okay, well, that's kind of a valid reason then. I could I could go the rest of my life and never see that movie again and be okay. Well, that was also a product of you lived in a small apartment. You, you didn't have another room to go and watch something different. 
Oh, but I mean, I also didn't have custody of my oldest at the time, so if he wanted to sit and watch a movie, I was going to sit and watch it with him. You know, time with the kid is time with the kid. Yeah. Probably also why I have a deep-seated loathing for Teletubbies. Well, that's because you're a human with a pulse. <laughs> yeah, but that was also very much his jam. I'm just glad it wasn't Barney. Well, the girls, the girls did the Barney. Deck was a little too old for Barney. Like, it, like he could have probably watched it when, you know, and, and no one would have been like, "Your kid still watches Barney," but like Teletubbies, you know, he was. The little guy when those guys hit the hit the screen. Yeah, that's not. That was way gone by the time uh, the girls came along. Right. Were your kids Blues Clues kids? Uh, they watched Blues Clues when they were babies. Uh. Oh. But that kind of like ran its course before they they were more uh little Einsteins, Dora. Um yeah. does anyone remember uh Stanley and the big book of everything? Never even heard of it. I know it existed, but I didn't ever actually watch it. My kids were never in that range for that. Yeah, that was one that the girls watched. It was on Disney. Uh, it was one of their like little kids, you know, kind of shows. Me and Karen loved it. I, I thought that was a great cartoon. It was a little boy and his his grandpa, and he had this big like uh, scrapbook of all these different animals and stuff, and he would keep you know facts on zebras and stuff, and then his little goldfish uh would like they would in their imagination become a zebra him and his goldfish and they would run you know be in the african savannah you know running around you know and experiencing what what life as a zebra is like uh, yeah it was really cute the animation was very loose and and uh simple just fun and then uh phineas and ferb that was that was another one that the girls loved and Karen and I <laughs> liked it too. So it was always cool when uh, uh, we found ones that uh, the parents could actually stand to sit through because especially finished and Ferb, there was a lot of uh, just silly musical numbers and a lot of repeatable uh, jingles and stuff. The musical intro to this show was uh, memorable and fun to sing along with so I just remember Phineas and Ferb was always on like when we had to go to the eye doctors because it was usually around the same time in the morning mm -hmm. and we had to go there a bunch of times so it was like there's 104 yeah, days always, summer vacation right so long just to end it 
Yeah. And then the backyardigans. The girls love the oh, backyardigans. Fuck, fuck the backyardigans. Yeah. Oh, th that was the first time that uh, Karen and I really realized the girls were, for a young age, you know, little kids, they were pretty uh, apt at music because they would pick mm -hmm. up on the harmonies because there was a, especially the uh, beginning song for the, series had a nice little harmony mm -hmm. to it and the girls really picked up on that and would imitate it and even their babysitter was like you should get them in some kind of program they really like the scene and i'm like we're like it's just this song they're not going to read music <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's if there's a cartoon for it yeah they're great singers yeah we uh I to this day I credit uh blues clues for my children's intelligence. We didn't have cable at the time, so we just had lots PBS, of PBS, yeah. No, we just had lots of blues clues VHS. Oh. And yeah, blues clues was just, still Nickelodeon, so we wouldn't yeah. need a cable. Oh right, right. We would just watch the fucking shit out of those VHS and then you know people would get them things for their birthday and it was always the kids were always like we want blues clues so, and the, fine the back uh not the backyard again so little einsteins and wonder oh, pets I never watched that Ugh. <laughs> the wonder, wonder pets. pets i thought the wonder pets were cute i hated them <laughs> we had like oh. the christmas dvd that they were in so that was the Wonder Pets was 90% that same episode. Oh, believe me, we had a, uh, when the girls were little, they got gifted all Karen's little brother, Danny's, uh, Barney VHSs. So we had all these old ones, you know, and it was funny because the girls were watching it and you know, they would watch them over and over. And as, you know, those video VHS tapes got old, we started to recognize like, oh, that's Selena Gomez. Oh, that's yeah. blah, blah, blah. You know, these kids are people now. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it wasn't, I guess it wasn't, uh, that's Selena Gomez is like, oh, that's the girl on Wizards of Wavery Place or whatever the fuck that was called. Um, or other did you, shows did you watch the actual Saturday Night Live? I did. No, I, I just saw that clip on YouTube. Oh, okay. I like the Natasha Leone in Pee Wee Herman. I, yes. I don't get cable in my room. So. Oh, yeah. it's NBC. I know. I don't, have, I, don't have a cable, I don't have a cable access. Peacock. I have internet access. app. Can you watch live on Peacock? Yeah, you can. Um, you, I mean, you can watch live, but it's also available for free right after that. Yeah. Uh, well, I I don't stay up that late to watch it because I'm an old man. No, I watched mine like Sunday night or something, I think. Yeah, we watched it Sunday morning because it was Natasha Leone. And, she know, was pretty good. 
I think everyone in the house has a crush on her except for Aiden. So they kind of made her play a dude in like half of the sketches. Yeah. I did enjoy the cold open. I thought that was great. Yeah. Man, I mean, basically like once a decade, they lose the core of their cast and you're like, Ugh, it's going to take years to recover. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was like when they lost like Will Ferrell and Amy Poehler and all those people within like a three years yeah. period. Like, thank God Keenan's not going anywhere. Yeah, and I think they canceled a show just so he won't go anywhere. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Keith's gone. Did you get to see they put the, it was cut for time, but Keith Davidson, his goodbye uh, sketch with uh, Lauren Michaels? Uh-uh. Where's that at? It's on YouTube. It's on the SNL YouTube page. Oh, uh, okay, um, okay. It is uh, a a music video. Oh, and it it includes uh, a very famous rapper. Flavor Flav. Kanye. Uh, Nope and nope. Chuck D. Uh, You you are thinking of someone of the wrong skin tone. Public Enemy. Vanilla Ice. Wu-Tang. Uh, you are you are getting warmer with Vanilla Ice, but a little more uh, uh, recent than Vanilla Ice. Clark Bar. I mean, Eminem. Gerardo. There you go. Eminem, was it? Yes. Oh, he did do the Eminem parody. Yes. It is well done, and Marshall coming in at the end is is truly funny. The Pete Davison skit? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I also watched uh, The Hall on Netflix. They uh, are... Oh, yeah, I watched I watched part of that. It was pretty good. Yeah, good I thought. I thought. Uh, uh, John Mulaney really didn't give uh, Robin Williams kind of. I don't know the do. It was he was like really quick. Yeah. But then the clip they yeah. showed of Robin Williams was fucking long as hell, and it was hilarious. It was amazing. Yeah, I think uh, I, didn't, I didn't get to watch. Uh, I watched that, and I didn't get to watch the Joan Rivers and Richard Pryor parts. So, I had. I think Mulaney was the only one that I was like, eh, I don't know if this is the right person to induct Robin Williams. I thought uh, I John, Stewart John Stewart was pretty perfect for. Uh, um, uh, he was perfect for Carlin. Yeah. And I did like Pete Davidson's uh, opening, and then, and then yes. John Stewart. So well, it's not it's not every celebrity that can come right in from duck season and give a give an opening. Yeah, because he was, was wearing like 
flannel jacket and shit. Who the fuck knows what that was supposed to be? I don't know. I don't necessarily care for Chelsea Handler, but I think that her Joan Rivers kind of monologue was pretty good. I like her sometimes. Sometimes she's kind of annoying. I mean, I, I like, like her. I like her politics. I like her uh, her views on a lot of things. I think she's you know, the right side of logical uh, most times, but sometimes she's bitchy for no reason. Yeah, she was the perfect person to induct Joan Rivers, though. Yeah. And then Chappelle's prior routine was just fucking gold. I watched Ricky Gervais's new uh, stand-up, Superhuman, on Netflix. Yeah. yeah, they're bitching about it already because he talks about trans and, you know, this and that. And I'm sorry, if you don't know who Ricky Gervais is, and you don't know that he's going to make fun of you, even if you feel it hurts your feelings, then you deserve to be upset. But when you sit there and you laugh at nine jokes making fun of nine different groups of people, and you aren't upset until it point, pokes at you, you got no fucking stance. I don't know. I mean, there's, there, what was it? Was it Amazon or Netflix that had the documentary about the, we can't take a joke anymore? Probably Netflix. And this was like before Chris Rock. This was before Chappelle, people charging the stage and slapping them or whatever, you know. And it's, it's, no, I just like Ricky Gervais's point of like, you have a right to be offended. You're right. You have a right to say, I take offense to that. But in this world doesn't mean I don't get to say it. That's what comedy is. It's poking fun at the human condition. Right. And if it's a shitty joke, then you can call it a shitty joke and you can move on. Yeah. But like, if you're saying it's a shitty joke while laughing step at over it. The line. Right. There's some stuff that's going to step over the line, but. But sometimes that's just the joke. That's <laughs> the joke that it went over the line. You know, like the one he comes out the one time he goes, I'm not saying women can't be funny. I mean, there's lots of funny comedians like. Uh. uh <laughs> you know, and that's the joke. You just, I, I can't think of any. Right. Like, and it's also very much oh, just comedy. He's a, and don't yeah, like he's it, a, don't support them. There's, there's a great, there's a great uh, female comedians. Uh, Eddie Izzard, you know, you know, <laughs> you know, which was fucking hilarious. And he goes, and he's not even, he's not just a, or she's not just a great uh, comedian. She's also a great actor. Like in that one movie where she played a man. Now, 
You know, uh, I don't know. I, I found a humor. I don't like. I, I think that's why I don't like uh, Ricky Gervais because he talks about things that I don't know about. <laughs> like Eddie Izzard? I don't know. I don't know who the fuck that is. See, oh my God, I, I love Eddie Izzard. Hey, uh, um, I'm a huge fan. Did of you watch British Ocean's Thirteen? No. Okay. Jesus, you sound so offended. Um, I, I'm a big fan of British comedy, so a lot of the stuff he references is, is like. British. Eddie so. Izzard was what we watched on repeat in college. And like multiple different groups of people all over. The, like I went, he's one of the few comedians I've gotten seen in person. Didn't he um, play, didn't he play Wolf in Powers? Powers. I don't know what that is. Powers was a uh, um, TV series based on a comic that uh, uh was I think it was on the PlayStation Network or something uh, when it existed. Ran for two seasons. Yeah, ran for two seasons. He, I think there's a character in there called Wolf. He basically gets yeah, it's Eddie. It's isn't that him? Yeah, um, Eddie. Yeah, he um he he played the character Wolf. He basically gets his powers from eating people. Okay. I know he had his own TV show at one point, like a kind of a I don't know, variety show. Thing. No, no, like it was an actual like he had to get a new identity because of something happening. I don't know. This is a while back, um, but he was he in Ocean Thirteen. Uh, You're doing a the, great job of proving my point. Well, he's a stand-up comedian. If you haven't seen his stand-up. It's real hard to. Well, I, I guess it's, figure out what else he's been doing. It's it's she now. Uh, okay. Sure. Well, because at the time when he was doing his other stand up, he was well, she was still a he. Yeah. Just uh, like one of the jokes he makes is like, um, he was saying or she was saying transvestite at the time and uh she was like everybody lumps me in with the crazy people like um oh who the fuck was the it's like it's always some weirdo in a cave with a shoe and he's like yeah fucking creepy transvestite i'm an executive transvestite <laughs> and uh they were in san francisco and they were making fun of alcatraz i don't know I don't know. It was hilarious and well, not going to justify it. Yeah. He makes uh, I, I will take your word for it. Ricky Gervais also makes a comment about uh, people uh, like Kevin Hart having to back out of hosting the Oscars because some 10-year-old tweet popped up and, oh, he was being insensitive to somebody. You know, he goes, Twitter sucks because no matter what you say on there, it could be subject to uh, scrutiny in 10 years because we never know which mob is going to be in charge in 10 years and what they're going to be offended by. And, you know, she, he goes, just look back 10 years ago. There isn't, you, I bet you can't find a tweet where said that says anything like men are real women don't have penises. It's because we didn't know we, we had to tweet that. <laughs> I don't know. Just 
Yeah, Twitter sucks. I mean, you can't be held responsible for something you you thought or did ten years ago, or at least I mean, it can't. You can't. You can't be blame. You can't be held today for something you did. I mean, it's the essence of statute of limitations. Yeah, something. It I depends said, on how much you still support it. Yeah, and I mean, if how you many said times it have you... and you still support it, or it's still up and you didn't go back and delete it, then there's a difference. Uh, but... well, I, I don't, if I don't you're really a prolific tweet, tweeter, like, I mean, are you going to comb through like comedians? Right, comedians are generally just tweeting out a bunch of stuff to see what sticks, and then working that into more jokes. Well, now they have, you know, like comedians go to. Uh, a comedy club and you know they used to go there to work on routines and now there's everyone has a film crew in their pocket so all their stuff they're working on gets filmed they have to all these uh venues have to have strict policies no cell phones no recording devices in here you know tonight because you know billy crystal's in here doing a stand-up i don't know right yeah. or if it's new material yeah. They can't look at it. That's <laughs> uh, yeah, everything's horrible. Always. I think that's pretty much the uh, takeaway. Old man yells at cloud news at 11. Thank you, Papa Simpson. Yep. There you go. Uh, Net Marvel presents Marvel Future Fight. Two fools rushing something or other. But then everything is shit. See you next week, everybody. Okay.